It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a rainy day in Cincinnati. Thank you guys for tuning in here on Locked On Bengals. A lot to get to. I'm fired up despite the weather being pretty crappy outside on Twitter. At James Rapine. At Locked On Bengals. And this is what I like. Today, I'm getting a topic. Something we're going to discuss from a listener who tweeted me, said something interesting. It's an OTA storylines, and you're also going to hear from Brandon LaFell, and, and it slides right into that wide receiver question mark and that wide receiver room. So we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But first, on Twitter, at James R. P. Not Locked on Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes, audioboom.com. A lot of you are listening on iTunes. Obviously, Audioboom is another way to do so, especially if you have an Android app or an Android phone. You can download the Audioboom app to your phone, so don't hesitate to do that if you're listening on a, a desktop at work. I know we have a lot of people that listen at work. Uh, you, you can also listen on the way home if it's easier. That's what I do. I, I listen to podcasts. I'll be honest. Excuse me. I listen to podcasts, one, when I'm doing dishes because I have a dishwasher, but half the time I hand wash them. I don't even really know why. When I'm cutting the grass, when I'm doing chores, laundry, folding laundry, it's, it, that's my least favorite chore ever. And, and I'm saying chore like I don't live in my own house, but I do. <laughs> but th- that's my least favorite thing to do is is folding the laundry. Doing laundry, fine. Dishes, I can get through those. Even cutting the grass, it's annoying because you have to do it when it's not raining outside like it is today. But laundry, hate it. So now now you know about the, the chore or the, the household item that I hate to do. But, but overall, I, I look at um, just podcasts when I listen to them, and I know everybody's different. I listen to them when I'm doing chores because it makes me think that I'm not doing chores or I'm not doing something that I don't want to be doing. But let's start with something we do want to be doing, and that's talking about the Bengals wide receiver group because wide receivers, are they make the world go round. Maybe not, but I love them. And here's something, here's a quote Adam Jones told, uh, Adam Jones told Bengals.com. And the whole article's on Bengals.com. And he said, quote, I like Cody Core. He competes every day. He's a good kid. I love guys that can compete, that live to go out and have fun. He can run, and he's going to do all the work in their blocking. He's a competing player. Cody has a chance to be something special. And he said he's fast. You could tell he's put in a lot of work. He looks really good. 
And let's see here. Core did say this. After my first year, I had time to figure out what I wanted to do, how I wanted to train and eat, just training and being smart, just wanting to be great. And that's great. Oh, former six-round pick, working really hard, worked at XPE in Boca Raton. This dude is working hard and doing everything he can. My reaction is good because you're in a, a stacked wide receiver room now and you're in danger of not making the team. That's my reaction. There are seven wide receivers. There might only be six spots. Seven wide receivers that should make this team. It's that simple. And there could be an injury. They could end up keeping seven. But the seven, just to run them down now, A.J. Green, Brandon LaFell, Tyler Boyd. There's, there's the three that are definitely returning. Then you have Cody Core, Alex Erickson, first-round pick John Ross, and then Josh Malone, a fourth-round pick. So you got seven guys that are competing potentially for six spots. So my reaction to this is great. That means Cody Core is getting better. I, I talked to Tyler Boyd the other day. I know he's getting better. This team at, at the wide receiver position is great. And then I, I look at, at something I got on Twitter today. And of course this happens. John Fisher. And he, he's, he, I think he listens to the podcast, definitely listens to me on ESPN 1530. Says, I told you that they should have drafted O.J. Howard. And that core showed last year that he could be a solid wide receiver. Oh, boy. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? He can be a solid wide receiver. And then Nate Graham chimed in. Core is like six inches taller than John Ross and only .2 seconds slower on his 40. He has a much higher upside in big playability. What are we talking about? Cody Core has more upside than John Ross. I don't even know where to begin with this, but I'm going to start by saying this is the twilight zone. Cody Core, someone who you had no idea played opposite Laquan Treadwell until the Bengals picked him last year in the sixth round, is all of a sudden better than John Ross. John Ross had better film. I've reached out to two people right away like, hey, I'm going to say this, and I remember watching John Ross. I didn't watch Cody Core because he was a sixth-round pick. Just confirmed for me that John Ross looked a lot better on the film. He did. (laughs) He ran a 4-2-2, fastest combine, fastest 40 in combine history. There's a big difference between a 4-2-2 and a 4-4. Huge difference. Oh, but Cody Core's so tall. You know how many so tall wide receivers don't do a damn thing in the league? I like Cody Core. And he can block, and I've interviewed him multiple times. You've heard him here on Locked on Bengals. This isn't mean, this isn't mean spirited towards Cody Cody Core. What it is, though, is boosting John Ross. Get the hell out of here with Cody Core's gonna scare defenses. There isn't a defensive coordinator in the league. And there will never be. Mark this down. Never be a defensive coordinator in the league like, oh, man, we're going to have to double Cody Core. That'll never happen. That, that will never, ever, 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 never, never, never happen. Ever. If John Ross scores in his first game, NFL game, on an 80-yard touchdown, just one touchdown is all it takes. Defensive coordinator is going to be like, man, that dude, we are going to have to be on the lookout. Did you see John Ross last week? 80 yards. And then every single time. The Bengals take the field. A defensive coordinator is going to be like, damn, what are we going to do? 
John Ross, he only plays, let's say he only plays 20 snaps a game. He's only in there for 20 snaps, but if he goes deep and, and we're doubling AJ and he's in single coverage, what are we going to do? John Ross brings something Cody Core and the rest of the NFL, well, 99.9% of the NFL doesn't have. Elite speed at the wide receiver position. Think Deshaun Jackson. Think Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace is so big. Okay, fine. Let's lower it a little bit. Think Brandon Cooks. And I think John Ross can be better than that. Think Odell Beckham. Wins with speed. Good hands. Good route running. That's what John Ross can be. But, oh, no. Here we go. Cody Core. That's what you're trying to sell me on. OTA storylines happen all the time. And this has nothing to do with Cody Core. And I'm sure he's been working out hard. And I'm sure he will be fine. But he's a role player. He's a role player. Don't come at me with, see, they should have taken O.J. Howard. Cody Core's working hard. Good. He should be working hard. <laughs> what are you talking about? But that's what I got today. Cody Core, sixth rounder who no one knew who the hell he was a year and a half ago. Better than John Ross. More upside than John Ross because he's taller. Is that what you believe? Is that, like, seriously what you believe? Maybe. Maybe it is. Why? What did Cody Core show you last year? What did Cody Core do to say, man, that dude's a game changer? Because he worked hard last offseason? Or worked hard th- this offseason? Margus Hunt was part of OTAs last year. And you know what the storyline was? Oh, he's working out with Kevin Green. Hall of Famer, pass rusher, training Margus Hunt to do Nothing. And yes, Cody Core showed more potential than Margus Hunt. Yes, he has. Absolutely he has. That does not mean he's a superstar. That doesn't mean he's a star, and that sure as hell doesn't mean defense, defense, defensive coordinators are going to be scared of him. So when I, I see stuff like this, I wonder what's going on in your head. Joe Goodberry, who's been on this show a bunch, did, did chime in. He said... The Bengals didn't need a, quote, solid wide receiver. They needed somebody to make a difference. And I think that that should be something we all look at and say, yeah, you're right. You're right, because what's going to happen is is John Ross is going to make a difference even when he doesn't get the ball. Is anyone, anyone saying Cody Core is going to make a difference? Maybe blocking, maybe on special teams. But would you be shocked if Cody Core had six, seven touchdowns this year? I would be shocked. I would fall on the ground. I wouldn't be shocked if John Ross had six or seven touchdowns. Not because he was drafted in the first round. Because he's better. He's a better route runner. He's faster. He's more explosive. He was better in college. He's a superstar. Has superstar potential. So yeah... You can keep on talking about, oh, my goodness, Cody Core. John Fisher can do that, and he, he hammers me on Twitter sometimes, and it's funny. But good God, John, I hope you're joking. Cody Core will never be a number one wide receiver in this league. Cody Core is a role player. He could be a good one. He could be a good one. He might catch 40 passes in a year or 50 passes in a year or eventually get five or six touchdowns in a season. He may be one of those guys that plays 10, 12 years in the league. But the only, only way 
he outperforms John Ross is if John Ross isn't playing because of injury or if John Ross isn't on that field. Ross is special. Pop the film on and watch him. Doesn't take a genius to tell. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes and audioboom.com. For the first time this offseason, Brandon LaFell, or the first time since the draft, rather, Brandon LaFell met with the media earlier this week. It's myself and a bunch of reporters, as we, as we do routinely. Here's Brandon LaFell discussing the new weapons, the wide receiver room, including Josh Malone and John Ross, and so much more. Brandon LaFell earlier this week at Paul Brown Stadium. Man, it's all the OTAs right now. We're just still working on our timing. We've been on the field the last two or three weeks with the coaches. We're just trying to get our timing down, trying to get everybody to know the basic plays and know our playbooks. So everybody go out there, play fast, play physical, and, and not doing too much thinking. Just go out there, play to your best abilities, just play fast. You've obviously done this a long time now. How do you keep it fresh for yourself to kind of get yourself excited in these offseason practice? Oh, uh, man, you got to find something every day to compete with your teammates, whether it's who, who out there running the fastest, who's lifting the hardest in the weight room. Just find different ways to have friendly competition between everybody else and keep the competition level on the field even higher and higher every day. The competition level obviously has gone up in the wide receivers room. Uh, how excited are you to see what this group might be this year with the addition of what you guys got? In the Man, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I, fin- I felt like midway through that year before AJ got injured, we, we started clicking a lot. But, you know, we added two young guys in the draft with one guy that's fast as I don't know what. And um, we got another guy, Malone. Man, this guy, he's real talented, a big receiver that can run and catch. So, we got a lot of talent in that room. The new additions compared to the guys that we added last year, Tyler Ball and me and AJ also. So we got a lot of competition. We're going to be real good in that room. You've added some talented young receivers, as yeah. you said. What do you think your role is as a veteran and kind of bringing these guys along and helping them develop? Um, I think my role is the same, man. You know, go out here and be the, be the vocal leader in my group. You know, AJ just leave our zone and be that vocal leader. Go out here and make plays. And also while I'm making plays, teach the young guys behind me. To, to teach them the game, teach them the speed of the game, and ask, ask any question they got because that's really that's really what I'm here for. How much those guys? How can they help open up this offense? Oh, uh, man, when you think about um the Ross kid, man, with that speed, man, he can help every every NFL team, and especially our team. We we always in attack mode. We always trying to push the ball down the field. So if you got a guy with that type of speed that can take the top off off any coverage, it leaves the guys underneath wide open. So. He's going to stretch the field for a lot of guys and going to take a lot of pressure off AJ also. Do you feel any different about yourself this year now that you've had a year here? Now, you know, I'm sure you can look back to last year. You're still trying to get your feet wet and trying to learn this area. you got to feel a little bit different now. Man, I feel way better this year, man. This year, at this time, last year was all thinking. You know, I was it was a guessing game every day. What players we putting in, how practice is going to go, what we're going to do in the weight room. Second year here is everything second nature. All I think I'm doing up here is waking up, going out here, playing fast, man. And that was the theme of the Bengals' offseason. It seems like fast speed because they added someone in John Ross that no one else can keep up with. Josh Malone as well. Look, I like Cody Core. I wasn't trying to bang on Cody Core. I just think it's funny that just because John Ross is 5'10", people think, oh, he's not going to be good. <laughs> That's dumb. <clears throat> it's so dumb. Like th- Then Giovanni Bernard would never be in the NFL if you looked at just height. Height matters a little bit, but with a player like John Ross, it doesn't matter that much because he's going to run by you, because he's gonna, he has better footwork than you, because he's going to do what is necessary, and he, he's just such an elite athlete. But we don't like to admit that because he's 5'10". At least John Fisher, loyal listener, doesn't like to admit that. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. It's been a fun week of shows. I know it's been up and down. We've, we've done different things, including... The Marvin Lewis thing yesterday, if you missed that, you can go back and listen. I think Marvin's kind of right about touchdown celebrations. 
at least from his perspective. So go back. Dre Kirkpatrick, you heard from him this week. You heard from Cedric Abwehi this week. I talked one-on-one with him. So go back and listen to that as well. That was on yesterday's show. I talked about Marvin, and you heard from Cedric Abwehi. And until tomorrow, when we'll put a bow on this week and get you set up for, for next week, which OTAs will continue, I'm sure there'll be more storylines about how Cody Core is the best wide receiver on the Bengals. So we'll, we'll do that. And uh, until then, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Subscribe on Twitter, audioboom.com. Stay dry if you're in Cincinnati or wherever you are. If it's pouring, I hate the rain. I guess it's better than snow, but, you know, Cincinnati in, in May, you never know. It could snow. It's not going to. I hope not. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds' hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.